You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Mac. And I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. What would it be like if every nation from the isles in the south to the terraced hills in the north, were united under a single government. What wonders could be achieved? What progress could be made if mankind were to permanently set aside its squabblings and join together? It is too much, I suppose, to even hope for. A single, unified empire of man? It could never happen. Chapter 11. Chapter 11. So, chapter 11... We open up with Vin and Vin Doxon and Kelsier arriving to Cayman's old, old lair. And oh boy, we get to see the carnage that a steel inquisitor can do this time. This is definitely not a children's book. Um well I don't know. <laughs> um it's it's it can be a teenage book, you know. Brandon doesn't focus too heavily on it. He mentions it. But you know, didn't he say at one point it seemed like his chest was opened up by someone with their bare hands? Yeah, but it wasn't gruesome in detail. Like it didn't explain every drop of blood and dripping. But, but gruesome things happened. Yeah, so like maybe higher teenage. Maybe mm-hmm. we're getting into like late middle school, early high school. Probably is a good age. But regardless, we get to see the carnage that a steel inquisitor brings forth. Which you know, we, if we thought Kelsier. You know, messing up the plantation, Kelsier's fight at this point at House Venture. This scares him. And we end up learning that the Steel Inquisitor is still on Vin's trail. Because they were not supposed to find this lair. So, there's not much to discuss here. And this could be a relatively quick and short episode here. But one thing I wanted to mention was Kels- or Vin immediately wants to blame herself for this. She goes, this is my fault. Since the, the Steel Inquisitor is on my trail, um, obviously all these people dying are on me. And Kelsier fights pretty hard to explain to Vin that, that, that that's not the case, right? Cayman was the one who was using you to scam... To, to... He was the one that tried to scam an obligation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I forgot scam. That was that's a pretty simple word. Um <laughs> He was the one who tried to scam and all. It's just parsing language in this level, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the dimension threw me off. I don't know, but he, you know, it was it was Cayman's fault, right? Cayman so blatantly used her in this means. But another thing that points out is Kelsier asked if Vin's all right, and Vin's like, none of them, none of them, are my friends. And Kelsier coming Ooh. from coming from Kelsier. The man who's like, if you serve the final empire, you forfeit your life. Oh man, Vin, that's kind of cold hearted. <laughs> it's like, oh, ooh, that's cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if he's he's the right person to be pushing that and pointing that out. But glass houses and all that. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense though. That fits with Kelsey's character at this point. He has like an undying hate for the noblemen, but he has a inc- he seems incredibly caring for his crew. Sure. And so, in yeah. his eyes, this was Vin's old crew, and so mm-hmm. he he does see this as being off. But um, Sazed comes in, says some religious rites for the dead. Turns out it's a random religion that he has memorized. And once again shows that he believes that every religion deserves to be remembered. Because Vin asks him, you believe 
which is this the one you believe in? He's like, I believe in them all. She's like, how can you do that? Don't they contradict themselves? And he's like, oh yeah, definitely. They, they all contradict each other at some point, but you know, who, you know, in his eyes, who is he to decide which one's right? You know, I, I think this gives good insights into the keepers because the keeper's job is not to determine what's right to pass on. It's to pass everything on and let people determine what's right, which I think is really cool. Well, um, Kelster goes out looking for Cayman. Um, he's supposedly been keeping an eye on him to make sure that this group is, in fact, making his life miserable. And they go to try to find him. And there he is. And again, I mean, this one's a bit more gruesome. Spike through through the mouth hanging in the center of an alleyway and really that's kind of where we're left i think one big thing i want to talk about though is the fact that vin comes in and surprises kelsier and kelsier nearly sprays her with coins but something that's big here is he realizes he's being soothed just barely and we get to see the that bit pay off already that training with breeze pay off because Kelsier's blown away by, by how quickly and how good she is at it already. And that actually is really surprising to me because she says she uses it by reflex. And you would think that by reflex, she would be thinking, oh, I'm going to slam this allomancy, you know, into you because I've only been used to using a small amount of power. But she's already like picking up on using things really, you know, in a subtle manner to the point where even Kelsier is like, daggum. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of, that's again, that's where we're left with this episode, or this this chapter, essentially. So, really quick, really short to the point, what are some big things you wanted to talk about this? Because I think there were a lot of, like, subtle hints at, I guess, more developing these characters. But nothing big outside of the fact that the realization that a Steel Inquisitor is still on Vin's trail happens. There were a few things that I, I missed on my first try that I thought were really interesting. Here's a, here's one example. Um, there's only 20 Steel Inquisitors in the whole Empire. Yeah, that it, yeah, that is actually very interesting, right? Like, if you think about how rare Mistborns are, you know, and I don't think Kelsier would point out that there are 20 Steel Inquisitors in the entire Empire, unless that means there's even fewer, right? There's There's more Mistborn than Steel Inquisitors. And again, we see the carnage that a Steel Inquisitor can lay out. They're brutal. They they even mentioned, I mean, we could be at least fairly certain that this was maybe one Steel Inquisitor. Um, but I remember Vin walking around the room going, there's no way one person pulled this off because clearly you could tell by the way the bodies were laid, they were taken out so fast that yeah. no one had a chance to respond. Yeah. Um, he's like, this couldn't have been just one person, could it? Yeah, and that's something I wanted to actually... I'm glad you pointed it out, because that's what I was going to point out. We know a Mistborn could do this. We know a Mistborn had this capability. The thing that made it different was that statement right there. It seemed they were all taken out so quickly, they didn't really react very much. Now, that's a big indicator, because even Kelsier, at his peak, we saw him fighting all those people. Granted, they are trained soldiers. They still reacted. They just couldn't do anything. Right. And so, and, and Kelsier is still, you know, seems pretty flabbergasted by what happened. Like, it doesn't sound like this would be something that would be very easy for him to do. It's not like, a, oh, well, hmm, yeah, okay. I, you know, you're just showing off. Um, so, I mean, Steel Inquisitors are clearly something to be messed with um, or not be messed with. These are, you know, fairly rare, which by a fantasy trope, it usually means really, really powerful. 
But another thing I want to say here is, you know, you know me up to this point. I'm on the what the heck, who the heck is says it train here. What are the keepers? Right. And Vin points out that Kelsier almost didn't want to bring anyone else but Dachshund and says it. And she had to kind of fight to go with him. It was too dangerous. Yeah, it was too dangerous. Yet this keeper who's like prim and proper who, you know, up to this point is described, at least the way I see him, is like a really lengthy, like, like basketball player if they weren't, didn't have the muscle tone of a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. That's how I see the keepers. And at least the height and everything and the lengthiness. Right, right. And so, like, again, what the heck is he if Kelsier has offhandedly mentioned that he would be nervous for whoever fought this dude, for one, and they thought, man, this happened, it could be a trap, Let's bring Sasid. Or at least he didn't hesitate if Sasid, you know, wanted to go or that he had to bring him along. So, I mean, yeah, Sasid's, you know, it's it's showing there's something else going on with him. Um, and, you know, we also get an idea of the brutality of the steel ministry. We hear about it, you know, like, oh, they're brutal. Oh, they're bad. And we've heard about brutal brutality, you know, in the prologue about how they could be with the ska. But here we're seeing, like, like a body horror type gruesome, you know, level of stuff. They tortured, um, you know, the leader, uh, not, not just Cayman, but the other guy, uh, the one who replaced Cayman. I don't, I don't remember right. his name. Um, they, they tortured him and they could say like his arms and bones were twisted that he was, it was done slowly. And like his eyes yeah. were gouged out. Yeah. Um, and then Cayman, they, uh, Ben had asked, they were like, do they usually do this so publicly? And they're like, um, yeah, and in fact, the Cayman specific uh, um, uh, execution was done for people who abused Alamancy, and so he, that he yeah. said he must have known who you, what you were, and so it's a possibility they know that she's a misborn. They know that she's at least a misting. Yeah, and I don't, he knew it. I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I think the Kelsier points that out. I don't think in this case, based on how Cayman treated her. I do not think he knew she was a misborn. Um, that be- because I mean it could be again it could be the abuser's pattern here in the sense that he did know and he was going to just keep beat her and keep her down so she wouldn't rise up with her power to to basically confront him. The earth shook there for a minute. Yeah, I mean, oh wow. It could be that he knew what she was and he would beat her down so that she wouldn't rise up with his pa- with this power when she found out she had it. But I I think that if he knew she was a misborn, I really think he would have looked for a payday because in, in the way he was cowardly, at least the way he was described, that might have been too much of a problem for him to handle. So he'd rather get paid and yeah. get, get rid of the problem. I, and I think it's a little bit of speculation because like he probably knew that she was a misting. Um, yeah, and I, I, I agree with that. She knew. He knew he, that. He, he knew that because uh, the idea was that because of the way he was executed, he would have had to admit to something like that. Um, but if he, he also probably didn't know a whole bunch about Alamancy. He probably didn't even know yeah. what medals to give her. He just knew that if I bring her along, she's going to soothe. Um, and so, you know, we get to see this, you know, the actual like brutality of why everyone fears the steel ministry specifically. Yeah. Um, the other thing is we talk about emotional alamancy and uh, Kelsier says, he makes a good point. You better rein those reflexes in because the mm-hmm. noblemen are going to notice if you're using emotional alamancy. Yeah, you have to be really like subtle with them if you're going to use it at all. 
And so, you know, it, it just kind of like raises our stakes because like now then um, he she has some things that she has to worry about. I mean, she she popped her ten on, you know, during this and during this chapter and it like overwhelmed her. You know, the smells became overwhelming. The lights became overwhelming. Uh, and then she's also popping her her um, emotional alimancy on. She's not use. She's not quite used to these powers. At least you know she might have got gotten cool steel pu- pushing, and yes, she might be really really gifted, but she's these powers are at least somewhat of a liability for her, and she's yeah. got to keep them in track. Yeah, they're definitely not subtle yet, and we're gonna see next chapter whether or not she can really pull it off with her first visit to a nobleman's ball. Hey guys, it's Matt. Thanks for listening to the Autos podcast. You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms crave. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic.